Coming to you from 8122 Production Studios in the heart of the 607, this is Horror Zone 607. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, you can always join the conversation using hashtag HZ607. Welcome to Horizon 607. This is the podcast where we talk all things horror. And we also bring you the week's biggest horror movie news. That's right. We do both. So I am your host, Mike C. And I am over in my ever so comfortable, ever so beautiful, ever so state-of-the-art Studio 13. But just across town, just a little ways away. Not far. We're very close. Almost close enough to hug each other. Over in the 8122 production studio. Let me just say, this is big news here, this folk this week folks because we need to congratulate him we need to congratulate him for winning the prestigious 12 month supply of the jelly of the month club for the second year in a row he is my good friend rich yeah i was hoping for that damn christmas bonus but uh when i opened (laughs) when i opened up that envelope to see that big fat check instead staring me down jelly of the month club jelly of the month club it's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year that's right and then I uh, proceeded to drink a lot of spiked eggnog and talk about how I haven't been this great since uh, Bing Crosby danced with Danny fucking Gay. Yeah. And you also have a dog named Snot. That's right. <laughs> and you know what? Merry Christmas. The shitter's full. Yes. Yes, that is true. That is true. I saw you out in the street the other day emptying it right before the snowstorm. That's right. That's right. I had to. But, you had uh, to. You know, hey, once again, it's 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 Christmas week when you hear this. If you celebrate Christmas, if not, happy holiday for whatever holiday you're celebrating. Yes. I know Hanukkah just wrapped up, so I would say uh, happy Hanukkah, but that is past. Uh, and, uh, well, happy Hanukkah anyway to those yes, of you that celebrate. Like I, I said, hope it was the and, best Hanukkah ever. And then, of course, uh, happy Kwanzaa. That comes yes. up right after uh, Christmas. So there you go. Everybody, everybody is included. I uh, don't want to leave anybody out. Just enjoy yourselves until well, the end of this wonderful one. year. Which you, one? You, wait, wait, wait. You forgot the big one. What's the big one? Festivus. Oh, Festivus. I forgot about Festivus. Yeah, well, the Festivus. And then, of course, you know, like I said, we're the biggest news is that we are only a couple weeks, less than two weeks away, less than 14 days away when this comes out uh, from the end of 2020. And hopefully, hopefully. Uh, we get saved in 2021 by something, preferably Bruce Willis in an a, in, in a uh, spaceship landing on an asteroid. I can see that very easily happening. And then Aerosmith will be the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to want to close your eyes or fall asleep. By the way, creepiest. By the way, the creepiest song ever. If you whisper the lyrics, have you ever really? have, have you ever thought about that? No. Okay. Well, think about it. it, it his, these are the real lyrics whispered. Is I could stay awake just to hear you breathing. Wow. Think about that. That is creepy. That is creepy as shit, right? Uh, I don't even need to go any further. (laughs) If you just whisper (laughs) the front line of that to any girl, trust me, instead of her getting excited, she's going to be very fucking nervous about your motives. That's true. That's true. (laughs) So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, The more you know. How about 2020 giving us one big, you know, one more big fat middle finger? Ooh, if you live live in our area. Well, okay. uh, 
So the northeast eight inches the other night, we end up with four feet of snow. Okay, I got to point this out though. There was a lot of different weird things that happened with the storm event. So where we are located, the Greater Binghamton area, the six oh seven, we got shitted on again. (laughs) Yes. So, like, originally, the the original deepest model, the, the, the most amount we were supposed to get was 12 to 16 inches, which is a foot, yep. foot and a half, which is not too bad. You know, in upstate New York, a foot, foot and a half of snow, it, it st- just stops you for about an hour to clean it up, and we're good. Right. But when you wake up and your car looks like Three Mile Island. <laughs> well, when you wake up and you find out there was 43 inches dropped on you, <laughs> which is three and a half feet of snow, you're like, oh, oh fuck my life. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to tell you what happened for me. So, I... As you know, Mike, and the listeners might know, because uh, I kind of say I work in the mornings at my job. So I usually am at work by six o'clock in the morning, if not earlier. So I'm scheduled at six. I know the snow's coming. The snow starts the night before. I shoveled like three times before I went to bed. You know, the driveway's clear. I'm like, okay, so, if, you know, at this point, there's been about five inches to drop. So in my mind, I'm like, all right, so we'll have maybe a foot that I have to clean up in the morning, which once again, a foot, you know, I'm going to get up at four o'clock in the morning, an hour and a half, I can have it all cleaned and ready to go. You know what I mean? That's no problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you guys are familiar with snow, I know Mike can attest that's not a problem. Like, I'm like, it's going to be a foot or less. That'll be easy to clean up because, you know, my driveway. So I wake up at four o'clock in the morning. I get out of bed at 415, actually, to be specific, because I was like, "Ah, I want to sleep in a little later. Because I don't know if, you know, whatever. So I let the alarm go off, hit the snooze, got up on the second alarm. I open up, I put my, I put my pants on and I, I want to assess the you know situation. So I open my, I, I go out of my room. I walk into my living room. I open my front door. I look outside and I just shut my front door and go, fuck my life. <laughs> out loud my wife's like what's that i'm like oh open the door <laughs> and i realized that there wasn't a foot there was multiple feet <laughs> and uh yeah yeah uh, it was ugly so was I, ugly. I shoveled for uh 45 minutes it was five o'clock in the morning i called my job and was like hey not gonna make it they're like yeah everybody else can't make it either so don't worry right well you know it's you you saw that binghamton was trending worldwide right on twitter yes <laughs> It's never for a good thing. No, no. Whenever Binghamton's trending, it's like, well, this happened to us last time we got that horrible storm. The last yeah. time, which was like, what, four years ago? We got, uh, we it's got almost four years. We yeah. had the, the, at the time, the record for snowfall in a 24 hour period of time, which yep. was 37 inches. And in in just in a 24 hour time, that wasn't yeah. all we got. We got that, that was, much in about five hours this right, time. Right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. We that It used to be the record. We just set the new record. But yep. anyways, 37 inches was the record before now it's 43 inches. But anyways, uh, and, and that was a record. <laughs> so when that storm happened, it was supposed to be, once again, like a foot, foot and a half, blizzard conditions at times. But the storm, the bad part of the storm was going to go to the east of us. So what did they do? They set up all the National Guard and everything to the east of us, towards New York City, towards Long Island, because that's where the, and it really, if you look at the projections, that's where it was going to hit. So they were ahead of the game. They, they set everybody up. And then they got nothing and we got dumped on. And it took yep. them an extra eight hours to get here because they were stationed ready to go somewhere else. Right. So that kind of happened again. It's just, it's, it's amazing. So whenever they tell us it's going to be all right, I'm like, nah, nah, not happening. Yeah, I'm never going to believe them again. Never. I mean, that was, that yeah. was an impressive storm. Oh my God. To say the least. So. It was a nightmare, man. Like I said, it took yeah. me, I, I had to shovel to get my wife out. It's a, I started at four, like I said, four fifteen in the morning. I took breaks because obviously it was just, it, there was nowhere to put the snow. It was heavy. You know, I already have a bad back. I'm not exactly the picture of health. Uh, so I was like kind of taking my time. But uh, as we were going along, 
I was like, I, I had to get my wife out because she works at the hospital, so she has to get out. So we, I, I got her van out. Uh, my car, I was like, fuck it, it's, I'm just going to stay buried <laughs> for the day. Because by the time I got the van out, I was in so much pain, man. And then I had to clean up the uh, uh, the road, like from where the, the snowplow kept plowing us in. And I brought mm, the van back because my wife didn't want to drive to work, so I drove her to work, and that was a nightmare. People, by the way, lots of people in Binghamton like to walk in the street. And I understand the sidewalks were covered, but there was nothing open. Like the, some of the yeah. gas stations and stuff were open, but people were wandering the streets of Binghamton. As I was like trying to drive back to my house just to be home, and I was yep. just like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like in the it middle was like of the that road, in my neighborhood too. And they're walking in the middle, and I, I understand that you the road the, the sidewalks are open, but walk towards the edge of the road, not the middle. It was fucking horrible, man. Horrible. Geniuses, geniuses, so, I tell you. For those of you that listen to us in the 607, you can picture this shit. For those of you who don't live in the 607, we thank you for listening wherever you are in the world. And uh, guess what? Uh, it, it was a nightmare. So. If you under if you have snow where you're from, you'll understand. If you don't, <laughs> oh man, uh, sometime in your life you need to get dumped on. Uh, yes. I, I don't live in Buffalo for a reason, <laughs> and then Buffalo came to my front door uh, on Thursday morning. So right, and if you guys well, don't understand getting, that, Buffalo speaking gets of getting feet. dumped on. Speaking of getting dumped on, uh, conspicuous once again by his absence, the professor. Uh, he's wrapping up his uh, worldwide tour with uh, the Lone Rangers as well as uh, performing. Uh, the off-Broadway production of the Human Centipede, the musical. Well, that's that's not what I heard. I heard that those were all excuses because he was tunneling through the snow to make snow bunnies. That may be possible. It just I don't seems know. A he's far-fetched. a weird, he's last a I knew weird he was guy. Over in, yeah, last I knew he was over in Oslo, Norway. With, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't well, know. if he was in Oslo, Norway, he's becoming a human sacrifice. I'm just telling he's becoming a human centipede. Well, I, I think he, I think he's a, I think he's, he's actually a human sacrifice. He watches all those A twenty four movies. You would have think, you would have thought, you would have thought he knew better. Yeah. I mean, yeah. don't, don't show up to the festival. Just saying. Right. Well, he assures us he will be back in the studio next week. Uh, just a side production note here. Uh, I, I'm not sure if, if you guys are going to be able to get together. I won't be able to do the show next week because it is Christmas. I've got family coming into town, so I won't be available. I will be bringing you a show next week. It sounds like uh, the the man with the beard, the, the the big man with the beard, is going to be bringing us a show. And yeah, and if I have to, I will so. tag in the ghost of Christmas past, another fat guy with a beard who used to be on the show all the time. Uh, yeah. If I have to, I will tag him in, and then well, it'll Santa be a couple. Be it'll be a couple fat guys with beards. But no matter what, you will have all your horror movie news, entertainment business, everything else going on as we close out the year because that will be the last show of 2020. Uh, yes, and hopefully going into a positive 2021. So yeah, I'll, I'll plan something out for the end of the year. Maybe I'll give my favorite horror movies of 2020 next week because there's there's some out there. I, I enjoyed some horror movies this year at least. And uh, there were a couple two tree. And I'm gonna also gonna point this out there. I'm not even gonna count just new movies. I'm gonna count movies that I had never seen before that I got to see in 2020 because of quarantine and so on. Mm-hmm. Because there was there was a couple movies, as you know, and so you guys listening to this podcast, if this if you've been listening to us for a while, thank you. You know, I got I got to see some classics this year I'd never watched before, and and they're gonna make my list of favorites, now, even though they didn't come out in 2020. It doesn't matter. It's movies I saw in 2020 that uh, now, I enjoyed. Did, did you get a chance to see Lamageddon yet? Uh, I know, but I I am going to be watching that beforehand, and uh, I can already tell you <laughs> without seeing it, without seeing it, number one. Yep. Number one. Nah, I'm joking. Uh, We're going from from uh, to Lamageddon. I, I just want to point this out. Lamageddon, though. That's how I got my name in the chat. The Lama. Yes, you are the Lama. Yeah. 
But that's I need to know what that's from like. that movie. I'm gonna have to watch it myself. We might I haven't seen it yet. We'll thing. have to do it. We're gonna do it. I, I gotta watch it. I, I keep saying it because my kid and my wife want to watch it too. Because who oh, doesn't want to watch Lamageddon? I mean, it wow. looks so bad. It's got to be good. It's got to be. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be bad. I'm sure that it's we saw some fan bad. movies this year that were better. They might make yeah. the list of 2020's best movies for me as well because I got some that's fan true. films in this year that I thought were pretty good. A couple of them at least. There were definitely a few of them that were pretty good. So, yeah. Can't wait! Can't wait to hear what you say about it. You know, depending on your review, I might actually watch Lama again myself. Yeah, so. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to check it out. Make sure Lama. I know I know Ron has seen it. Speaking of the fat guy that we might have to drag in next week, he uh, he's seen it. He's, so he's so. already watched it. Yes, I hope I hope that he watched it when he had to pay a million dollars for it. No, 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 no. He he watched it recently. Uh, he's uh, he's you know you know Ron. He's ahead of the game on watching everything for some reason. That's true. He find I don't know how he finds the time, but he he definitely finds like seriously. If you if you know anything about Ron, uh, which uh, you know you guys might not, he is a very busy individual usually. Uh, between like his job, especially his job, especially this time of year, what he does for a living, and uh, yeah, it's it's interesting to me that he's like, yeah, I saw this new thing, and I'm just like. Where the fuck did you find time? Mind you, <laughs> I, I'm also recording three podcasts and a few streams a week, so there's there's the problem there as well. <laughs> right. So there it is. All right. Let's jump into the well news, though. We've talked yeah, all about... Yeah, let's jump into the news. There's we, I mean, really, we've talked about our, our horror life of what happened yeah. to us this week and stuff. I hope you guys are safe and okay. If you're in 607, you understand. I hope everything's going well for you if you're worldwide. Thank you guys for putting up with our nonsense going back and forth. We will be back next week. As Mike said, not ending the show. I just want to wrap it all into now Mike the News. <laughs> yes. So there's not much news this week. It's, you know, obviously towards the end of the year, this time of year, there's there's not a lot that comes up. we got a couple stories. Um, so the first is, uh, we haven't even gotten season two of Netflix's lock and key yet. It is coming soon, but Netflix has ordered a season three already. Yeah. Why not? I mean, there's a lot of fans of it out there. I'm assuming that, uh, it was a good, it's a good call from that aspect alone. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. I can't wait to see more. I got to go back and watch the last episode again. Cause I don't remember what happened, but uh, I, I know I really enjoyed the show. So I'm excited to see a second season of it. And good for Netflix, you know, with all these streaming services like Disney and HBO Max and everything that are kind of taking over the world. It's time for Netflix to kind of get a grip and, and get back. You know, there's there's supremacy here. They need to get back on top. Absolutely. Um, speaking of streaming services, Apple Plus has renewed Servant for a third season. Yeah, we talked I about know. that. Yeah, we had talked about that with the other release, but they have uh, officially it's going to be coming out in January. Yes. So I'm nice. I'm going to know on. Did you get a chance to watch this series yet? Uh, I've I've watched season one. You uh, did I've watch not season, season two. I have not. I did not get the uh, release of season two yet. I'm I'm still hoping that they're going to give me an early release of it because we got the press notifications for it. So I'm uh, I'm still on bated breath about is uh, if we're going to get like an early view of it, which I'm hoping for. And if we we do, you guys will be the first to know. Uh, but I did watch the entire first season. I will thank Apple Plus uh, for uh, letting me view it for free. So there you go. So right. I, I, I want to be very clear, and that doesn't. I thought it was a good show, though. I actually was really. Uh, it looked good. The cliffhanger part of the show, like, like I'm going to tell you what I, I really, no matter what, I definitely need to see season two because it, it leaves you like, is this is really where we're leaving it at? And it, it's that good. I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Uh, check it out, uh, please. If you if you don't have Apple Plus, uh, I, I don't know if you can just get it from the iTunes Store. You may able to I, I, or amazon you might want to check on that i'm not sure but if you don't if you don't it's it's definitely a reason to check it out at least it's, it's very good very good show yeah it definitely looked good so that's when i i hope to get around to seeing it at some point so i do not have apple plus but but you know it might be worth getting it 
Yep. Um, and then uh, we only have one more thing that I want to go over in the news this week, but this is this is the point in the show where I'm going to get serious. Uh-oh. Kids, Christmas came early for your dear old friend, Spooky Mike C, this year. Uh-oh. It came very early. For just the low price of $100, that's all, just $100, you can take one of the greatest scream queens of them all, Danielle Harris, home with you. $100, you get to bring Danielle Harris home with you. So that's right. There's a brand new 2021 calendar featuring the Scream. And uh, it's going to be not only uh, signed by Danielle, but personalized by her as well. So yes. you can actually pre-order this right now on DanielleHarris.com. And uh, if you're like me and you grew up with her with the biggest crush in the world, this thing, you know, I wouldn't mind having this this calendar hanging on my wall. It is. Uh, it, is it comes hand numbered and signed. And uh, she will even write a message, I do believe it says on there. Yeah, she'll uh, personalize it. Says, it. it says, and Harris's autograph will come with a personalized message to you or a friend. Uh, the calendar yep. has 12 never-before-seen photographs of the iconic horror actress and Harris's autograph and uh, everything else on there. Uh, of course, if you would like to gift Mike one, you know, if you would like to get send a gift, you can send that in uh, in care of uh, Horror Zone six hundred seven Dragon Master Games twelve thirty five Upper Front Street, Binghamton, New York one three nine zero one, and uh, he'll definitely get it. Just get him a nice inscription on there, whatever you want to put on there. I don't think he really cares or, at this point. You know, if you guys can pull it off, if you can actually send Danielle Harris to the studio. You know, yeah, I think that you're going to be better off with them spending the hundred, maybe <laughs> the hundo, maybe. Bro. But hey, it's Danielle Harris. I, I figured I'd throw it out there. You know, if she's listening, I'm, I, which I know she is, I know for a fact that she listens to each and every one of our shows. I, I have no official paperwork to back that up. But Danielle, your old buddy Mike C, says thank you for this gift that you're giving all of your fans. This was a good day when when Rich sent me this link. Let me just tell you, I almost fell out of my chair because this is what Christmas is all about. Danielle Harris. Yes. I I mean, I I think it's a good thing. So like I said, if you were trying to give Mike C something nice for the holiday, go ahead and send him a Danielle Harris calendar (laughs) inscripted with, uh, you know, whatever you want. We don't even care what you put. You could put that he's an asshole. He, I don't fine. think he would even care. He will proudly nah. show that and look at it forever. You'll never want it back because some of the pages may be stuck together. That's another story for a different uh, different podcast. Well, I make a lot of pies, so <laughs> the filling, <laughs> yes. you know, the yes. filling might get on it. Yes, he makes a lot of cream pies. Yes, yes. Oh. Yes. With that being said, though, uh, if you would like to talk about anything we talked about here in the beginning, whether you have your own Snowmageddon story, whether you've seen Lamageddon, want to let us know, forewarn us, warn us, that tells us great, tells us horrible, or you want to talk about any of the short news, because it was really a short news cycle this week, you can uh, hit us up on the social medias. That's HorrorZone607 on Facebook. Like and share the page. We're also at HorrorZone607 on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you're using the hashtag HZ607 whenever talking about this show. Also, you can find out everything we're doing over here at 8122 Productions slash 607 podcast by visiting 8122productions.com. That's right. Go there. It's a one-stop shop. Find out about the three fat nerds. Find out about the wrestling show, about Horror Zone 607. Uh, friends of the show like the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour podcast. Also, you can find out about our live streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash 607 podcast. If you haven't already followed us there, go ahead and follow us. You can uh, win yourself a free uh, Funko Pop coming up very soon here. Also, uh, you can also 
support us on Patreon for as little as $1 a month. Patreon.com slash 8122productions. You get a ton of bonuses, including this very show early. You also get the Three Fat Nerds podcast early. And it's the uncut, unedited, uncooked edition of that podcast. You also get the two exclusive two Patreon shows, which is I Love Movies, which we just did it. Me and Ron just did that uh, last week. Came out. We did the 1984 holiday classic Gremlins. Uh, We did a review of it, long form, like 30 minutes. Good stuff. We had a lot of fun with it. All I have to say is it has the it has the best slash worst children's movie story of all time, and it's it, it was a it was a hoot and nanny, if you will. And of course, this month's edition of Love Is Scary with Doctor Derek will be out pretty soon. The hottest thing behind a paywall that we can't even give you a clip of because we don't want to get banned from everything. Although I have I've said it once, I've said it again. When I'm done podcasting, all I'm going to do is release every one of the I Love uh, or Love Is Scary with Doctor Derek just on our feeds and just watch it all burn as we get banned from every major podcaster (laughs) trust me it would happen because we've already been told that's why we don't play clips of it and we don't give it away for free because we just can't uh one dollar a month though you get all of that and so much more and here's what i want to tell you if you don't think that it's worth the one dollar let me know well i'll send you a dollar bill in the mail because <laughs> uh, I trust me, it is. It's a lot of fun, and trust me, it is really too hot to be anywhere else. You might be, uh, you know, to be forewarned, you might get offended or anything else by it. Because he's talking about all sorts of crazy kinks. Uh, I mean, hashtag hot ramen went down there. I guess the hot ramen girl is back, by the way, Mike C. And oh, uh, he boy. says that it's ruined Captain Crunch for him. That's all I'm going to leave with you guys. With. That's all I'm going to leave you guys with. There's a mental image now in Mike C's head, but the rest yeah. of you don't have that image unless you sign up because we can't go any further because trust me, it's A, a disturbing story that I don't ever want to tell again because uh, <laughs> I wasn't the one telling it, but I've heard it twice now and I still don't want to, I don't want to hear it ever again. And secondly, uh, yeah, we'll get banned from everywhere. And uh, we, we like podcasting for you guys. That's just the truth. So patreon.com slash 8122productions. Mike C., you got, a, uh, you got a trivia question this week? You betcha I do. This week's Horror Zone 607 trivia question is in the legendary, immortal classic, Psycho. What is Norman Bates eating throughout the film? One more time, in the movie Psycho, what is Norman Bates eating the answer to the question right after this break. And let me just say before we go to break here, Rich does not know what we're doing for segment two. Only my mind knows this is a bombshell. This is a bombshell. Rich is going to fall out of his chair in the studio. And I can see him on my phone right now. I can see him. I'm going to watch the chair when he hears what I've got to talk about this week. You're not going to see it coming. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Dustin Perry from Ghost Hunters and Ghost Hunters International, and you listen to Horror Zone 607. Welcome back to The Zone. Before the break, we asked you this week's Horror Zone 607 trivia question. In the movie Psycho, what is Norman Bates eating throughout the film? Rich, do you have an answer for it? Well, I told you this one finally. I think it stumped me, but I'm going to take a guess at it because, you know, you got to get the old college try. And in honor, in honor of Dr. Derek from Love is Scary and from the Three Fat Nerds podcast, 
the one thing, uh, and I'll tell the story after just because I, I, I guys want you to know the story why I'm picking this. The one thing that I know that he would want me to pick is an egg salad sandwich. So I'm, I'm going to guess egg salad sandwich. <laughs> uh, it should have been an egg salad sandwich. It would have been great for the story. It probably it? would have been better, but uh, no, that is incorrect. The answer is candy corn. Ooh, candy corn. He is eating candy corn. No, I had some candy corn at Halloween time. I was like, you know, it's better than I remembered it being. Yeah, it's just pure sugar. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> That's so, all it is. So so I don't want to leave you guys hanging before we go any further. I will tell you it's a very quick story. The reason I, I picked egg salad sandwich is me and uh, Dr. Derek or D- Diesel, whatever you want to call him, depending on the podcast. Uh, we've been friends for a long time. We were going, we would go make like random trips to the casino. Uh, to Turning Stone Casino in upstate New York. Uh, so it's about an hour and a half from where we live, and we always would stop at the Nice and Easy in Tully, either on the way up and back. Because uh, it's a nice little halfway point, get a drink, get, you know, especially if it's in the middle of the night, because we used to go late night, get yourself a cappuccino, all that happy jazz. So uh, one night we're coming back, and he had confided into me earlier that day when we were there that uh, he is not fond of egg salad. Like he has, I wouldn't call it a fear, but he has like, it, it, it disturbs him. Mind you, he I eats, feel the same way, actually. He eats deviled eggs, which is kind of strange because it's the same thing. So Ugh. with that being said, uh, we're coming back. And, of course, in the case, you know how they have sandwiches sometimes in cases like uh, gas stations? There was an yep. egg salad sandwich. So on the way back, I bought said egg salad sandwich. Uh, and I decided to eat it as obnoxiously Ugh. as I could while he was driving. Uh, my, mind you, opening my mouth every time, showing... <laughs> the egg salad he threw up in his mouth no less than three times and the joke was kind of on me though because it was the stalest nastiest bread i've ever had but i I enjoyed every moment of making him squirm and uh, years later when he told me the hot ramen story i guess i made up for that (laughs) yeah you had that one coming to you uh egg salad is disgusting i'm sorry that that is gross hey listen i love a good egg salad sandwich i'm being serious i actually do like egg salad and the egg salad i'm going to say this the egg salad from there wasn't bad it was just the bread Something about cold bread, and I don't know if it had been there for how long, but it, there's something about like when the bread is really cold and it gets like almost that stale taste to it. I don't know what it is. I, I have. Yeah. A, I don't. I, I'm a bread. My wife says that I'm a bread stop. I like to have nice slices of bread. Yeah. Well, now that I'm nauseous, I think we're gonna have to move along here. So. Well, yeah. Sorry, sorry, man. I didn't realize, but now, now in your future, I will have to start eating egg salad sandwiches while you watch me on on the uh, Facetimes. I'll just flip the thing over. So. <laughs> so I'll hear it. I'll hear you like your gums smacking it. So, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that was gross. good. <laughs> it's a two for All the right. other day. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. All right. So before the break, uh, I, I did mention that this week's segment, Rich is not aware. You know, the professor was talking. He wasn't aware either. Not that it matters because he's he's off doing some some fun stuff right now but uh i have got a bombshell this is blockbuster stuff here folks i did something that not only am i not proud of i'm afraid that i might actually get fired from my own show for this news as a lot of you know up until a couple of days ago hbo max was not available on roku I did have it on my PlayStation. It didn't really work right because there's something wrong with my PlayStation playing stuff like that. Uh, but I did download it on my Roku, and uh, I decided I was going to kind of search through it, and I was going to give it a whirl. I was going to play something on it. And I'm going to review it. What I did 
Rich, please forgive me. I sat down and I watched Black Christmas 2019. Say what? Say yeah. I wish I could use my I wish I could use my soundboard right now. Yeah, I, I would every single I would thing insert on that some board. I would insert some bump bump ba dum yeah, well, maybe and I would wasn't. have it coming to me. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. So maybe you can enlighten me. Is, is this going to be a moment where uh, I, well, I'm going to pass you over to obviously a review, an impromptu review. So I guess this is a way you're either selling it to me or confirming that I could never have seen it. So it, don't come right out and say what it is. Let's, let's just hear the review. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? And I, I feel like I feel like we'll even say spoiler alert, even though I don't really think anybody's going to get anything spoiled here. So we'll, we'll throw a spoiler alert out there because I know our good friend Ken M from the ODPH, he had a hard time with people. You know, he almost made it to not getting spoiled the, the, the season finale of The Mandalorian, but it happened at last, the very last minute right before he watched it. So he's been very big on spoilers. I know he's listening, so I want to make sure that I'm doing Ken- my due diligence to say spoiler alert. Ken, I owe my entire podcasting career to you. You're the one that pushed me into this. You're a good friend. You're a great guy. I love you like a brother. But I saw no less than five different people earlier that night or earlier that day tell him, whatever you do, don't go on social media because you're going to get it spoiled. Exactly. He shouldn't have been on there. He, he I don't care what the there. message yeah, was. Knucklehead. I don't care what the message was. He said it was a message. Now, mind you, I had sent him messages, but I, he knew it wasn't going to have spoilers in it because I'm not that kind of asshole. I just sent him the warning to tell him that he needed to watch post-credits. I was yes. like, listen, there's a post-credit scene. You need to watch post-credits because I had already seen it. So I'm like, okay, that's all I need you to know. I'm like, I'm not going to spoil it. I just tell you that they're MCU in it. They have a they have a post-credit scene and you do not want to miss that. I'm just throwing it right. out there. You don't want to miss the show, but you don't want to miss that. And he was like, thank you, brother. Thanks for the ups. And then shortly, like literally, because he was finishing something, I think he was taking a shower. And then he was going to watch it. Literally 15 minutes later, he messaged me and goes, so I opened a message. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah. Boo. And then he watched the episode and then we talked about it, but it was, it was crazy. But yes, yeah, spoiler alert. Don't be, by the way. And, and that's a PSA for everybody. Do not be the spoiler guy. Like that's the only thing that I bitch about on the internet. Everybody wants to go ahead and start putting, there is no reason for you to make a post where you tell the spoiler of said show in your post. There just isn't, right. there is none. I, I think there should be an embargo. I think it should be like, if, if the sh- it's, it's like 72 hours, 72 hours before you're making posts about said, whatever. Because you got to remember, not everybody has the same opportunities. Not everybody's going to stay. You know, if you were the guy that stayed up till midnight to watch it, I know that the, the Disney Plus server got broke down, brought down because of how many people were watching it at midnight. If you were one of those people, that's fine. But the rest of us had to work or had to do other things or we're digging out of Snowmageddon and we're dead to the world. So we didn't watch it till later in the day. Now, mind you, as you know, uh, as you know, Mike, I'm a, I can I can easily ignore social media. Because yes, I, I didn't look as at do I. I. I woke up. I had my coffee. I got caught up on Good Mythical Morning on Friday, and then I, you know, with my breakfast, and then I went out and I had to do a little bit. Of, I remember I had to get the car out. Still, as soon as I was done with the car, I came back in, uh, rested for a minute, fired up my lunch, and I watched it at that time. So I didn't watch it until like twelve thirty on 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 Monday, because I had to wait for my wife to leave because she was a couple episodes behind. Ah, uh, see, I caught up to it quick after I got uh, Disney Plus uh, a few weeks ago. Good I. Stuff. I went through the whole series now the only thing i don't understand and i think it's just you know people don't understand that we're big horror movie fans they don't understand our fascination with it and you know i I don't understand people that like star trek but they like it they love it and star wars is similar you know if you're i'm a i'm a very you know i don't even know how to put it like a mild fan of the star wars movies i enjoyed most of them 
I, I'm not a nut for them. So the series, when people keep saying it's the greatest series that's ever been made, you know, my brother told me that. And I was just like, no, Stranger Things is. But that's my opinion. Really? I don't understand the big hype for Mandalorian. It's good. It's well done. Oh, I, I do, just don't think I'm a it's huge the Star greatest thing of all time. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, so I did. And this was See, like fans. Yeah, and, and, and that's why I just don't if, get it because I'm not that level. If you're a I Star Wars it. fan, I'm going to tell you this. This is I'm an average fan. This you year, know? like, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I mean, Three Fat Nerds, if you're listening to the podcast, anywhere podcasts can be found, we talk a lot about Star Wars. We talk about, even when it was, you know, we're just big Star Wars fans. Uh, on yeah. top of other movies, we I, we love. And it's a ton well of done. But, Don't get me wrong; it's well done. I mean, season two was better than season one. I just it was wanna, excellent. I want to point out right now, looking at my wall, I have a Boba Fett picture and a portrait, uh, literally a portrait on tapestry of Darth Vader on the wall, just right in front of me. And then there's yeah. a Solo Star Wars uh, posters over here as well. Like we have, uh, you know, it's it, whatever. So at the end of the day, that's I think that's why it's like whenever you're into something big, no matter what the fandom is, whether it's horror, whether it's Star Wars, whether it's Star Trek. Whether, you know, it, you're, of course, you're going to geek out more. And I think the reason why is, especially this season, for Star Wars fans, they did a lot of fan service. There's a lot of characters that we didn't ever th- think we were going to see on live stream. There's a lot of things that happened in the season that we didn't know were going to happen. Uh, I mean, I was a big fan. You know, I'm not going to say or swear or whatever, but a certain character who made a return, uh, they kind of gave him the uh, Darth Vader treatment from uh rogue one where you, you know when it's a kid growing up you know we always just saw darth vader lumbering around you didn't understand why he's one of the most feared people in the galaxy and then you know you see rogue one and there's that last 10 minutes of the film in particular where he just slaughters like 50 people and you're like oh shit this is why he's the most terrifying being in the galaxy you know what i mean so right. this person made a comeback in an when in their episode that they made the comeback in the action beats and there's somebody who was always considered a badass in the star wars realm but had very little screen time so you didn't get to see how much of a badass they were and all of a sudden within like five ten minutes they you're like oh shit this is why he's one of the baddest mofos on in the galaxy you know what i mean right so i i feel like for us like if you're a, a fan especially of the characters it's a really good stuff and also i find that a lot of people like my wife is not really big into star wars like like in the saga movies she, she said this to me the other day she's like i'm not really big into him but i love the mandalorian and the reason why is because she has fond memories of being a young girl watching uh, westerns with her dad so basically mandalorian is just a western it's a space western so yeah. there, a lot of people like that show, and that's one of the reasons why Diesel is not a huge fan of the show, although he marked out for this season. Season one, he was not a big fan of the show. He's like, it's because it's a Western. And I was yeah, like, yeah. I that's thought it was good, just not great. Yeah. I just didn't understand it. It was well done and everything. I just didn't understand the hype. Yeah. And I want to I wanna uh, actually correct myself. I said the Stranger Things is the greatest series ever. I actually take that back. There's two things that I enjoy more. The Wonder Years. My favorite show that's ever been on, <laughs> and Batman the Animated Series. Uh, Batman the Animated Series is amazing. Wonder Years is a good show. Don't get me wrong. If I if you had asked me the, my favorite TV show of all time, I know we're getting out in the woods and stuff. I would have to say The Wire. I'm a huge. Okay. The Wire was an amazing show. Never saw that. Uh, it's amazing from front to end. Great, great ending even. Uh, so The Wire gets my vote. But there's a lot of great shows on there. I was a huge Sopranos fan uh, until the last episode. I, I didn't like the ending. Um, right. Uh, so I mean, there's a, there's I, oh another one that had a great ending, stuck the landing, if you will, Breaking Bad. I I kept hearing about it. I did not watch it when it was on television. I waited and binged it after. Loved the show. Loved the concept of the show. Loved the ending. So there's a lot to be said, you know. Uh, but once again, we're let's get out of the weeds. Just explaining where the spoiler stuff came from. If you're a Mandalorian fan, you want to talk about Mandalorian stuff, you can do it on Twitter at Three Fat Nerds Pod if you like. That's where I'm uh, spend most of my time. Or you can drop it on the Horror Zone socials as well. Trust me, I'll jump in. I, I love talking comic book movies, comic books, and uh, 
uh, Star Wars and everything else. So that's what we do. Right. But you do. I, 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 I all got this because I was warning about possible spoilers in this review because I need you to either you're either I, I'm going to know right away when you start talking about it in the review, but it's either going to be to sell it to me to watch it or you're going to be like really like eh, you lucky son of a bitch. You skipped out on one because I, I have a feeling that it's going to be the Leprechaun Returns, but I could be wrong. Um, uh, I, let's just say Leprechaun Returns deserved five Academy Awards if you put it in the same category. Holy as shit. Okay. Well, let's so, do this review. <laughs> yeah. I just want to start out by saying that one thing that people know, well, first of all, the trailer gave away like everything in this movie, everything that happens, the whole big, you know, ending and everything was all in the trailer. So if you've seen the trailer, you've pretty much seen the movie, but the one thing and I know that this is bothering a lot of people because I've seen a lot of um, reviews about this in the last year. So this movie, the, the director, I, her name is Sophia. I believe you pronounce her last name, Takal, Takal or Takal or I don't even care. Sophia something or other. Um, she made a movie that is basically how every white male on the face of this earth is a rich, entitled perfect existence uh rapist every one of us we're none of us are any good that is the moral of this story okay and there's nothing that i hate more we've talked about this on the show before there's nothing that i hate more in a horror movie than getting political and getting in these big hot topics that are that are like political messages one of the reasons i hated halloween 2018 this one puts it to shame this whole movie the whole point of this movie is that white men are a bunch of rapists and entitled people that can just do whatever they want and they never get in trouble for it. So I knew this ahead of time and I could tell as soon as I started watching it, that that's what this movie was going to be all about. So I tried to put that part of it out of my mind and watch it for what it was. I, I, I did not pay attention to the political motives that it was trying to say. And I tried to watch it as a horror movie and to my, you know, surprise, the first half of this movie was actually quite good. So it, it starts out, there's a lot of nods to the original Black Christmas. A lot of things. Right down to, you know, the cat in the original Black Christmas that they're looking for and they hear meowing and this and that. His name is Claude. Well, they got a female cat in this one called Claudette. There's a plastic bag overhead. You know, it, It's got a lot of nods to the original movie. And I liked that. I did like that. So the first half of the movie, it was really a good slasher movie. It really wasn't bad. It's an hour and a half long. The first hour was fine. It was at that one hour point that made this movie worse than Halloween 2018. Worse than Halloween 2018. So I don't want to give away too many spoilers here. I don't, I don't know if I should just spoil it for everybody so you don't watch this thing. Because I don't think that anybody should watch it. We took a stand against this thing for the last year as a group in our, in our own studio here. Uh, I was the one that broke the pack and watched it. And it was, it was at the... Uh, the uh, request not even so much request but i was urged to watch it by our good friend the maestro because he loved it so much he went out and bought it and i immediately messaged him afterwards and told him he was an idiot so he knows where i stand by this i'm never going to watch anything that he ever suggests to me again and i already knew better but there's a lot of things (laughs) there's things that he's he's suggested to me before that i ended up really liking but this one what were you thinking by buying this movie? This movie, the end of it, let's just say the original movie, you've got a killer. It's a slasher movie. He's going after these sorority sisters. And that does happen in this one. But all of a sudden, magically, with about an hour left, it turns supernatural. 
and the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Whoa, what, what? What? Supernatural? It goes supernatural. Okay. So I don't know. Should I spoil it? Do you do you want to spoil? Should I spoil it for the fans? Go ahead. I would. <laughs> All right. Because I mean, let's be honest. There, we said spoiler alert A and B. It's it's the shit. So let's go. Yeah, so so turn this off right now and fast forward to the end of the show if you don't want to have a spoiler. If you really are planning on seeing this movie and watching it, I don't like to give away spoilers, but God forbid, you should never watch this movie, any of you, because it's rubbish. So all of a sudden, the the lead character played by Imogen Poots, who's been in a lot of things and she's kind of a you know getting to be bigger and bigger here, British actress, fine actress. Um, she's in she's in a frat house and she's looking for her friend. And she stumbles across a room where there's like some sort of a initiation that's going on with these pledges. And there's somebody that's masked and he's got a cloak over him and he's putting this black stuff on these pledges foreheads. And throughout the movie, there's a couple of the characters that are actually supposed to be like good guys. You don't know if they're a red herring, if they're part of it or what, but they start getting these really, really awful migraines. And you find out later on why would it's just about the dumbest explanation as to why they were getting these headaches. It doesn't even really explain anything at all. But basically the college that they're at, it's called Hawthorne college. And basically the, the guy that, that founded the school is apparently still alive and he's living because there's this goo, this black goo that they find in a bust, a, a bust of him gets relocated from somewhere and it ends up in this in this frat house in their initiation room. And it starts leaking, like has tears that are black. It looks like an oil type substance. And when this thing it causes people to have headaches so it can take over their bodies or whatever, and they put this goo on their foreheads and they become possessed by it. And it's all of these people that are running around in the mess trying to kill these girls. And it's possessed by ink. They're they're possessed by oil. And they can't control what they're doing. They become killers for this, and they're killing for this guy who is magically alive. His, he's, um, he's sacrificing these sorority pledges, these girls at, these, at this college, and it gives him some sort of a power to stay alive. So that's what's going on in this movie. <laughs> oh, my I don't God. Even know. I, mean, that was, I don't even know if I'm explaining this right, but that's I, the gist. I, I don't know how else to explain hell, it. What the hell did you watch, man? Yeah, and the only way that it could be stopped is Imogen Poots' character, Riley, knocks the bust over the all of the girls there's another sorority house that you only see like two clips of the whole movie and apparently these guys are going after them as well they end up in her car and they show up at this frat house and it turns into like the avengers they assemble they fight off all of the guys the the big brooding hawthorne guy he's got more power than anything he's killing people with just touching them and stuff and they they have to knock over the bust and shatter the bust and that's what stops it he drops dead that's it. Everybody comes comes back from being under the spell and they're normal again. Wow. I, I don't know how else to explain it. But truth be told, if you can put behind you the political message that this thing is saying about how all white men are just awful people, the worst people on earth, none of us are any good. If you can put that out of your mind and watch it just to be entertained as a horror movie, the first hour was fine. It was a good slasher. It looked good. It had the, it had the nods to the original. It was, it was actually a pretty decent first hour of it little dumb you know kind of seen it before but the last half hour of this movie when you find out what's actually going on oh my god just oh my god i i don't even know what to say you know and if anybody wants to attack me because i don't like the fact that this is a uh, all white men are rapists you know what deal with it 
you you know, I don't want to hear it. I respect women. I've never done anything remotely like that. I've never been abusive to a girlfriend. I, I'm a pretty laid back guy. I love people. I'm a people person. I respect women. I respect everything that feminism is about. But come on. To paint people in that light, it was ridiculous. But I put it out of my mind for the sake of doing so. And it wasn't that that ruined this movie for me. It was the garbage in the last half hour of it. So I'm, I'm going to have to give this thing a score. And if, if Halloween 2018 is a 0.5 out of 10, this movie is a, it's a negative 10 out of 10. It's a negative 10 out of 10. It is possibly the worst movie I've ever seen in my life, just based on how badly it ruined it with the direction that they went with it in the last half hour of the film. Just God awful. What were you thinking? Wow. What were you thinking? You had a good slasher going. What did you have to do that for? You know, it's, it's one thing that like Siskel and Eber and a lot of critics have always gone after the slasher movie saying how, you know, how it's just, you know, women are treated so badly and this and that. But the fact of the matter is there's just as many men that die in the slasher movies. And it's always a girl that lives. It's very, very, very rare when a man even lives, but it's usually with another girl. So I've never understood the knock on those movies because it actually powers women quite a bit. It shows them how strong they are. They're always the survivor girl. You don't hear about a survivor boy. It's a survivor girl. They're strong. There's no need to make a political statement about it. And that's exactly what they did here. But it wasn't even that that ruined the movie. It was the last half hour in the, the oil-like substance that's possessing frat boys and turning them into murderous savages that have to sacrifice sorority girls to keep the 200 years dead founder of the college alive and well. That's it. So this, is, this, is, this movie is a negative 10 out of a positive 10. Interesting. Well, that in a good way, though. Wow. Uh, no, wow, not that's at just all. bad. <laughs> not at all. So uh. I, I urge you all to never watch this movie. Anybody that loved it, I mean, good for you. You know, I, I guess you know we all have our things and everything, but I, I don't get it. I, I don't know what they were thinking. It was it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen, just because of the last half hour of the movie. And I can't believe I'm saying that I even liked the first hour of it, but I did. It was the, the last half of the movie was so stupid that it ruined the whole thing. Hey, listen, there's, not, there's, not there's hereditary. Have I seen a, a final act so bad? There's, 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 you know, there's, there's a lot of movies where the final act murders the movie or that had a this decent really premise. A I'm, I'm just saying there's, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of movies though that have, uh, you know, good storylines up to a certain point or, you know, something that saves them. There's a, there's a ton of those movies. So, I mean, it's, it's, it, you can have a good, a bad horror movie that there's good stuff in. Let's be honest. Yeah. Cause I, how many, how many horrible horror movies have like a good kill in or a good sequence or some of them have a good story. It's just when they do the twist, you're like, uh, like yeah. why? Like you could have done so much more with this story, and in this case, it just sounds like they just—I don't know—they, I, I don't get it. I don't get where it's like a. I don't get where you know you're considering yourself a reimaginer, reimagining, if you will, of Black Christmas, uh, with with what you're talking about because you're not even you know you said in the first hour there was kind of some nods and maybe it kind of had the slasher appeal, so you're like okay maybe they're trying to be a reimagining you know what i mean but that mm -hmm. last half hour sounds like you're going into some supernatural thriller uh you know like uh, it totally flipped the script like i i want to say like house on haunted hill almost you know because this is uh, you know like house on haunted hill like it's that last half hour where you find out the ghosts are real because remember know. up until that point he was controlling and it was all right. like fake and Except shit. I like that movie. Right, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying it was a bad movie. I also like House on Haunted Hill. I'm just pointing out the fact that like it, it gets into the supernatural out of nowhere at the end. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Like for the most part, it looks like a guy who is setting everybody up. And yeah. meanwhile, it's it it real shit shit hits the fan. Yes, a way yeah. better movie. I'm just saying. I was just saying, you know, that's kind of how it is. Like you get this supernatural surprise. Obviously, done well in one movie, <laughs> it done very piss poorly in another. <laughs> yeah, and you know, this movie. I mean, I, most of the actors or actresses that were in the movie were a bunch of no names, people I, I'm not familiar with. But I mean, Imogen Poots has built up a pretty good career. She's actually pretty good in most of her movies. And Carrie Elwes. I was gonna say it. Carrie Elwes is in it, isn't he? Yeah, they kind of misuse him. He only shows up a couple of times. Oh, he's but... not even a star of the movie. I thought he would be the Hawthorne guy. Why not? Like, that's the biggest star I saw in their lineup. Yeah. No, he's Professor Gelson. Ah. So. Does he get all, does he get all rapey, juiced, and killy? I don't even remember what or it was. Is, One of the other does girls. He does, does, he, does, does he not know? One of the main girls, she's after him because of something or other, and she's after the Hawthorne. She's the one. She's the reason that the bust gets moved to where it ends up. She puts up a big stink about like how bad he was as a person and this and that. And she goes after Carrie Elwes's uh, character for the same kinds of things. And the bust has to be removed. It's like it's like when they removed Joe Paterno's statue at, at Penn State's Beaver Stadium. You know, they took it and they relocated it because people were up in arms over the allegations of what happened there. It was kind of that idea. So mm. they they moved the bust and it ends up in this frat house. And that's when it starts tearing this oil like substance and the supernatural begins. These guys basically turn into like zombies when it gets put on their forehead. That is strange. It was stupid. <laughs> you know, is... I've seen a lot of bad horror movies too, but this one, my God, I, I, I should have listened to myself and to you and everybody else and never watched this movie, but I it was the Christmas season. I wanted to get into the spirit a little bit. I've watched a lot of Christmas movies. Should have watched Crumlin's. December. I watched that two times already. I watched Great the original movie. Black Christmas again last night. That's twice this, this uh, December, but you know, it, it, it did start out. It looked really good. It had a good atmosphere, and it actually started out really well. It's If it had just stayed in its path, the same, you know, went down this, the path that it was it was building instead of the direction it went, you know, honestly, I would be saying, you know, this movie really, people are upset about it because the original is such a classic and they don't want to see a remake. So, you know, th- it's really worth seeing. But no, no, the half hour ruined everything that it built up. The last half hour of this movie built, it ruined everything that it built up in the first hour. And just destroyed it. And it went from a from a slasher movie to a supernatural, I don't even know what you want to call it. Just the dumbest thing ever. So, you know, if, if you're going to watch it after you listen to this review, you know, more power to you. Uh, again, I don't have a problem so much with the feminism and making women look strong. I have no problem with that whatsoever. This isn't about that. Don't try to call me a sexist. Don't try to paint me in anything. I'm actually for that cause. I just don't want to see something like this shoved down my throat in a horror movie because that's what the whole point of the movie was. But I still let that go to watch this. And it wasn't even that that ruined this movie for me. It was the last half hour of the movie. So negative 10 on a scale of zero to positive 10, this gets a negative 10. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that I have stuck by my guns and have never watched this and will never watch this. It's going to be in the category of the notebook. I will watch the notebook before this. The Notebook was much better than this. I've never seen it. I honestly have. It's a much haven't. better horror I, movie. I, I have. I have dodged the Notebook. Like I have done the one thing that most guys have failed, and and you know, dodged the Notebook. Because thankfully, my wife so doesn't. Dreamy, my, my my but my wife doesn't. You know, uh, she's not a big movie person. So that's the only reason I've dodged the Notebook. Because like, if it was one of those things where you know, like your wife wants you to watch it, I would actually watch it. But I know she won't ever ask because she ain't into movies like that. So we're good. But, but, but Ryan Gosling is so dreamy. He is, but I can see him dreamy in other movies better movies you see what i mean <laughs> like he's in he's in a lot of movies that I, I i find him dreamy in but i don't have to watch that movie to see how dreamy he is 
I can turn on something good and see him dreamy. But anyways, with that being said, uh, if you guys have the same opinion, a differing opinion, you want to call Mike out on, you know, being, you know, too harsh on this film, uh, you, you want to tell him he's wrong or you want to reaffirm him that he's right, uh, you can go ahead and do that on all our socials. HorrorZone607 on Facebook. Like and share the page at HorrorZone607 on Twitter and Instagram. Hashtag HZ607 when talking about the show. Visit 8122productions.com for all things 812. 8-1- 22 Productions. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash 607 podcast. Going into 2021, there will be a whole lot more horror content coming straight at you in video forms, whether it's on Twitch or whether it's on YouTube. Uh, obviously, you know, with the year we've had, you know, all of us have had, and including the, 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 the cherry on top here in the 607, it's been a little hard to add to content. But uh, trust me, we have a lot of Google things that will be rolled out in the beginning parts of 2021 and continuing on as things get uh, more open and uh, or we're allowed to do more as if if you will uh, and of course if you would like to support us patreon.com slash 8122 productions get a whole bunch of extra bonus content and two exclusive shows to patreon for as little as one dollar a month check it out you will not be uh disappointed uh with that being said mike c i am done plugging stuff you can take these folks home all right thanks rich uh, so, again, I won't be in the studio next week, but uh, the Rich and the Professor or somebody uh, apparently will be with them. The show will go on. Uh, so I will be uh, talking with you folks again in a couple of weeks. Uh, I do want to wish everybody the very merriest of Christmases. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Festivus. Happy whatever you want to celebrate. Uh, have a safe week. Stay healthy. Love your neighbors. Love one another. For Rich, I am Mike C. Say it. See ya.